teachers, I'm Carly Walton, and this is the Teach Music Online podcast, your number one resource for innovative online music teaching. Happy Monday to you, wherever you are listening from in the world. I hope you're having a great day so far, whatever you are up to. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes to join me and to better yourself and your business. That tells me so much about you and your motivation. If you are new to the podcast, welcome, welcome. My name is Carly, and I'm a coach, a business coach, a music coach to hundreds, thousands of music teachers that are global. We actually have teachers in our membership from France, Madagascar. There's a few in Africa. We have some in the UK, actually quite a few in the UK, Canada, the United States, all over the world. It's so fun for me to connect with you. If you want to learn more about, more even just about the podcast, content, free classes, and the membership, you can go to teachmusic.online to find everything. <laughs> Today, I'm attacking a topic that I have been asked questions about for the last few months, and that is how to keep your students online when they, mostly their parents, want to switch back to in-person lessons. Maybe you're nodding your head right now. (laughs) I know that you are likely facing this dilemma if you are teaching in the United States or parts of Canada and different parts of the world. It depends on where you live. Let's rewind back to March of 22 when the pandemic literally shook the world. People everywhere were suddenly forced to be virtual. Virtual learning for schools, virtual work for jobs, and virtual gathering for families, even virtual worshiping for church. What a crazy, crazy time. I honestly don't think that any of us would have ever guessed or anticipated such an impact as the pandemic has had in how we live our lives and in how we learn. You were able to continue your job as a music teacher online. Since then, you have learned skills such as video calling, screen sharing, using multiple cameras, online resources, sharing apps and games with students, virtual recitals, and so much more. So many skills that you were forced into, but I would say thankfully because you now have amazing skills that you can use for in-person and online students. I'd love for you right now to take a step back with me and think about how much you've grown and changed in the last 18 months. Thanks to COVID, you truly have some incredible skills. Now, as an online music teacher, you can literally teach from anywhere. You can teach students any age who live in any part of the world. You can create engaging lessons with music tools and apps and software that you didn't even know existed before. Naturally, I would like to think that you want to continue this way of education. You want to continue with online lessons. Let's admit that it is so nice having our driveway clear of cars, no students with sicknesses coming into our home, you're saving money on gas, you're saving time on travel, you're not paying for studio space. There are so, so many benefits from the teacher's side for teaching music online. I want to shift and talk about things from the parent's perspective or from your student's perspective if they are adults. So as a business owner, first of all, it is, it's about you. I know that. But we also always, always, always want to be aware of our clients and our students and for us, the parents of our students. Your clients are done being virtual in many aspects. 
They want to be with people and in their communities, and they want their kids to be with friends. So it should come to no shock or surprise to us when they say they want in-person lessons because that is what they've been missing. That is what they are craving right now. I say all of this because I don't want you to be offended or even get anxious when this topic comes up with your students. Just don't be. Make a decision right now that when the topic comes, the text comes to your phone or an email or a a voicemail where a parent just wants to talk to you about it, I, I need you to be understanding and first be a listener. They are important people for you, and we don't ever want to ruin a relationship. Okay, so I want to give you five tips. These five tips are actions that you can take as you start shifting your studio or as you truly want to stay online. And you're trying to figure out how to do that. You're trying to figure out, should you do that? So as I talk through these tips, I want you to listen really carefully for the tip that you need. Everyone is at a different journey in their business and where they're at with their students. And I want you to think about which one you can apply today, this week, right now in your studio. Tip number one, and we just talked about this, is to be understanding. I want you to listen to the parent and try to understand where they are coming from. Now, listening does not always mean agreeing. Okay, so if someone is going on and on and on, you don't have to say, yes, you're right, you're right. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, but you can listen and just validate their feelings, validate their concern. Often conflict that arises in businesses just needs to be validated. Your customer just needs to know that they can express emotions and feelings to you, the teacher. So listen and validate. Number two, talk it up. Okay, so what I mean by talk it up is talk up online lessons. I want you to remind them of how well the student has done online. And then here's kind of a list of things that you could remind them of depending on the student. You were amazed with how well they learned, with how quickly they progressed through material they are progressing with how they listened to you online, with how good it was for you to see them on their own instrument in their own home. You loved seeing how comfortable the student was playing in their own home. You also liked how the parent was available if the student needed help. And you love that the parent is more aware of the student's progress. Focus on this list on the student and the positives. We always, always want to focus on what's positive. Also, think think about how the parent might not always be aware of those things. If you were to put yourself in the parent's shoes, they may have other children in the home, they are likely married, they have a job, they have a lot going on that they're unaware of how that student is actually doing in their online lesson. And unless you've been communicating with that parent regularly, how are they going to know? How are they ever going to know that if you're not communicating that with them? So when these conversations come up, make this an opportunity. Before you talk about anything else, just say, hey, have I even have I even told you how amazing Annie is doing with her online lessons? She is flying through that new book I gave her. And she's loving this new practice app. And even in Tanara, she's chatting with me during the week, blah, blah, blah. You know, all the things. Okay, tip number three, announce your choice. Teachers, 
I am going to be so blunt with you right now, okay? Okay, (laughs) when you give your students an option between the two, in person or online, what do you think they're going to choose? Nine out of 10 times, your student is going to choose in-person lessons. So stop throwing your arms up in the air and complaining about it. I want you to just decide whether you are online or you are in person. Do not give them the option unless you want most of your students in person and you only want a few online. If that's what you prefer, sure, give them the option. But if you are loving online lessons, okay, let's just take a moment here for you to stop and think about whether you want to be online or in person. Students aside, parents aside, their needs aside, what do you want for yourself? What do you need for your family? Are you enjoying the convenience, flexibility, and all the other benefits? If you are, then I want to give you absolute permission to stay online. Don't feel pressure from anyone else. Do what is best for you, okay? Okay, going back to announcing your choice, I want to add to this that you don't have to explain yourself in any way. Let's do a little comparison. When a local business moves their location, they don't put a list on the door of reasons why the other location is a better choice. There's, they're, not, they're not having to explain to customers, we're so sorry, but over here there was more traffic and over here there were similar stores and similar interests. They don't do any of that. They just move and it updates on Google. That's all. Your, the same goes for you. Your online location is your choice and you don't owe anyone any kind of explanations. In fact, we kind of dig ourselves in a hole sometimes if we try to explain things because then we give them room for asking questions, I think. (laughs) So I think you can just confidently say, I am now an online teacher and choose what you want to add to that. But don't feel like you need to come up with any kind of excuses. Tip number four is to fill with value. What I mean is to fill your studio with value. While you don't need to explain away your decision, it would be wise for you to have a studio package that comes along with online lessons. Share with them the benefits of online lessons, focusing on interactive media that keep students engaged. By sharing this, you're showing parents that you know what you're doing. You're not just, you care about your students. It's showing that you care. So talk it up. Talk up all of the things that you have inside your studio, you have media, you have recitals, you have interactive games, you have apps, you have competitions, you have bonuses, you have recording sessions, you use YouTube, all of these things that maybe you didn't do before as a traditional teacher. Tip number five, and I use this tip for different training, but I think it goes so well here, but this tip is to be likable. You know, When you go to Google and you look at reviews for a business, let's say you're looking up a restaurant and you find a small restaurant in the area and you see a whole bunch of reviews that says, the owner came out and talked to us. He was so nice. We love him so much. Oh, we can't wait to go back and see Jim again. He always tells us about his family. It's so fun to catch up. And he remembered, he remembered this or that. It makes such a difference in your business to connect and be likable with your students that can never be overdone. 
I think. So that doesn't mean you need to be the grandma down the street or be the best friend or be taking your students to the movies or buying them ice cream. All it means is you need to be happy, have a happy demeanor, put a smile on your face and be just be happy to do work with them. Be likable. Be somebody that they want to do business with. And I believe as you are more likable, they'll stay with you wherever you move your business. They will come. But also that's when you get lots of referrals. Okay, those tips once again were to one, be understanding. Number two, talk it up. Number three, announce your choice. Number four, fill your studio with value. And number five, be likable. And just one more time before we go, I want to emphasize that I, I, your coach, your business coach, I'm giving you full permission to stay online if no one else is. And I am so sorry if you're getting heat from students or their parents, students that you care about, that it's hurting your feelings. That is not easy. When your feelings are hurt, just remember that there are more students out there who are looking for excellent online teachers such as yourself, and I know you can find them. All right, teachers, that's it for today. Have a fantastic week. Head over to my website, teachmusic.online to learn all about all of the other things we have for you. The free marketing class, if you are looking for new students, go check out my free marketing class that you can watch and get a ton of ideas for recruiting new students to your online music studio so you can stay online and you can have, so that you can have all of the flexibility that you need, that you want, and you can build and create more income for yourself. Thanks so much. Have a great week and I will see you guys soon. Who is your business coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I created a virtual course and coaching membership called Teach Music Online that I want to invite you to join me in. With 60 plus videos, online teaching certification, monthly live group sessions, hundreds of hours of recordings, and online forums, you'll know exactly how to create a thriving online business that gives you the flexibility and freedom that I know you deserve. Plus, you'll have the support of hundreds of like-minded teachers along the way. So when you're ready to really take what you're learning on this podcast, the 10X level, then come check out the Teach Music Online membership at teachmusic.online forward slash membership. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have an amazing week and as always, happy teaching.